Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right now, I want to talk more Packers and Panthers. Let's bring in Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the Pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, Ryan, I'm, I, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm disappointed that Christian McCaffrey is not going to be playing this weekend. I wanted to see in back-to-back weeks what this defense could do against a really good run game, and uh, not just in the sense of uh, you know shutting them down, but just to slow them down, to be able to kind of get them, uh, you know, I guess to build a little confidence, tackling a little bit better, things like that. Uh, but I'm disappointed McCaffrey's not going to play. Are you? Uh, well, I asked Mike Pettin that last night uh, if there was if he was at all disappointed that they wouldn't be seeing Christian McCaffrey just if for no other reason than to give his run defense some work. And Mike Pettin laughed at me. So that's that's how he feels about the idea of, of not having to see Christian McCaffrey. He said it's all about winning the game first and foremost. And there's no question that not playing Christian McCaffrey gives the Packers a better chance to win the game. That and that's that's the bottom line. Uh, you can kind of understand that for this team, I and mean, they're three wins away from being two home wins from the Super Bowl, right? I mean, if they win out, they've got the one seed these next three games, and then they've got a divisional and an NFC Championship game at home. So, yeah, it is all about winning the game. And the other part of that, Bill, Mike Davis is a pretty good running back. Yeah, I, right. I covered him at South Carolina, and uh, in a former life, I, I, I was an SEC football writer, and he was the second-best running back that I ever saw on that level uh, in my time, in my couple of years covering the, the, the SEC. The only other one better than him was Todd Gurley. So Mike Davis is pretty good, and, and, and the, the Packers' run defense will still have its hands full. Um, and that and the fact that Teddy Bridgewater can move, right? That's right. He's, he's mobile, so that, that's another thing. You know, he, Not only that, but Matt LaFleur is also 
complimentary of Teddy Bridgewater's quick release. So he can move, he's agile, and he gets rid of the football quickly. Um, yeah, this, this defense will have its hands full. If, there's no question about that. So uh, I, I was kind of, you know, fans want to say, well, it's the defense. That's the Achilles heel. Once you get to the postseason, that's going to be ultimately what costs them. And on the surface, I can agree, but I sat down and started looking at the losses. And the one common denominator in all these losses, seven turnovers in those three games the Packers had. You know, obviously four against Indianapolis in the last one ultimately cost them uh, the pick six and the turnover, the back-to-back picks in Tampa Bay. And then at the end of the game, they still had a drive going. They, they had a shot to maybe win that game against Minnesota. And uh, the ball got fumbled away. It, it seems to me, as much as we want to kind of harp on the defense, if you don't turn the ball over, you got a really good shot with his offense of winning a game. I don't think there's any question the way this offense is playing that they don't need a great defense. They they probably don't even need much of a good defense. If they can get average from this defense, not bad, not bad, but but average from this defense, this is a team that's going to win a lot of games and can go as far as you know they they want really as far as this quarterback and this scheme on the offensive side can, can take them. Um, they, they, they need the defense to do its part. It's not absolving the defense from doing its part, but it doesn't need to be world beaters. That's not, the, the, the last year, they needed the defense to play over its head a little bit. The offense wasn't where it is. The offense, it might very well be the, the best offense in the league. They lead the league in scoring. So, um, yeah, the, the, the turnovers, you know, the other common denominator between the Bucks and the Colts, not only that they're two – good teams they're two playoff caliber teams but those are two very good defensive fronts and they're especially very good on the second level when you look at the bucks got levante david you look at the colts um with uh the names escape me leonard davis um yeah. darius leonard excuse me yeah so you know they're really good on on the second level and when you're good on the second level, when you're good at the core of your defense, you've got playmaking linebackers, you can do those sort of things, and it's really difficult to block up the second level. So uh, you know, that, that's something that, that for this Packers team is something to keep an eye on going forward as well. Um, I look at the injury report. Uh, you, you know, obviously, uh, Rashawn Gary's got that hip injury. He's been limited. Same with Kevin King, Lazard, Mercedes Lewis. There's a lot of guys on this list. Uh any any of these guys fearful of not being able to participate in this game when you talk about limited? Yeah, you know we'll just ha- we'll have to see what what happens at practice here coming up in an hour. Um, it, I, I'm not even sure if they're going to be in pads today. You know, late in the season, sometimes they give these guys uh, a Thursday without pads. But considering this is a short week, I, I would imagine it, it'd be a kind of a lighter Thursday. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see who, who's who's out there today. I think today will give us a much better indicator of that. Um, and then as far as uh, I want to go back to Rashawn Gary, really starting to play well. Come on. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, he. I, I never looked at him as a, a pass rusher, even when he came out of college, because he was more of a guy that set the edge. He was, a, he was a tackler. He was a guy that could give you a bull rush, cut off cutback lanes, things like that. But he was never this big sacktastic guy. But now you're starting to see him at least put pressure on quarterbacks and at least in conjunction with, say, Zedarius coming up the middle or Preston coming from the other edge. Talk about the progression of Rashawn Gary. Well, I think a lot of focus has been spent on Preston Smith, the season that he hasn't had, the fact that he has lost some playing time. But there is a reason why Preston Smith has lost some playing time, and that's because Rashawn Gary has been coming on the scene. And Rashawn Gary has two and a half sacks in the last two games. He had two sacks as a rookie. So in just the last two games, he's, he's had more than his entire rookie season. He's got five sacks on the season, which 
obviously simple math. That's more than double he had as a rookie. He he's he's been coming on. He's only a second year player, um, and and he didn't have to play all that much last year because the Smiths played played so much ahead of him. Um, so he's yeah, it's it's early in his development, but he's certainly starting to flash some signs that, that he he might be becoming a stud which would do a lot for this Packers defense, obviously, if you can have three of those guys uh, on the edge. Um, and the other thing with Preston Smith, too, like, you know, Mike Smith, the outside linebackers coach, said last week, Preston Smith's been pretty good since basically the San Francisco game. I mean, he's had a couple quarterback hits that have caused turnovers. He's gotten some sacks. Um, and yet he's still lost some playing time. Why? Because Rashawn Gary's just been that good. And if you've got it, you know, if you can go more than two deep at outside linebacker, you need to do that just to keep the attrition off off, off your starters. And Rashawn Gary, that, that was the plan for him going into the season, and his development has allowed them to do that. I, uh, I I look at this defense and I try to pick out the areas that would concern me the most. We've we've looked for a long time at the middle linebacking position. It seems like Kirksey's a little more lively, healthy. Um, obviously, Kamal Martin has come on. Do you see the middle linebacking play getting better from what you've watched? I think that the inside linebacker, the second level of the Packers defense, it was, I think for most, a pretty low bar that they had to surpass to, to beat expectations coming in. I don't think there was a lot that was expected of that group. With that said, I think they very clearly have exceeded expectations. And what you're starting to see now is they've got the athleticism that they've really needed on that second level for a long time from, from the true inside linebackers. They've got some athletic guys with, with not just Kirksey, but Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin especially. And the more and more that those guys develop, the more and more Mike Pettin is able to step away from that three-safety look. That has just, just plagued them in the run defense because it's a smaller defensive front. You, you don't match up as well in the trenches. Um, it, but you can't. It's, it's not as easy as saying we'll just throw another inside linebacker so you have two uh, true inside linebackers on the field because then you get exposed in pass coverage. It's, it's a catch twenty-two. Well, if they've got the athleticism that inside linebacker to be, to be able to hold up in the pass coverage, and they've been able to do that lately, that allows you to beef up the defensive front for the for the run defense. And the more and more they're able to do that, the better and better this defense is going to get. And I think that's really important to be able to get to that place by the playoff time. Because that 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 really should make this defense much more formidable, and, and and it's less likely that you want to see the issues that plagued them in the NFC Championship game last year. I'm talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette, now the guy that's got his job cut out for him, Shamananga. Uh, the fact that the special teams here as of late have really stumbled. Um, I, I guess is it just a matter of just some of the personnel that you have on the field, or is it just uh, mental gaffes here and there where things just have not ha- have not been clean? It's lack of organization. It's lack of execution. Some of J.K. Scott's punts that have been uh, brought back just just haven't been up to snuff. Uh, but even still, I mean, you know, like the, the 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 second punt return touchdown the, the, uh, against the Eagles, Shamanenga um, was a 54 yard punt with a 4-8 hang time or close to a five second hang time. Shamanenga said, we, "We've we've got to be able to cover that." You know, it, it, is it the best punt in the world? No. But it's inexcusable to let that kind of punt be run back for a touchdown. It, it should not happen, and so it's just it's a lack of organization. It's it's in some ways it's similar to what's been plaguing the run defense in terms of with the run defense. It's been lack lack of gap integrity, guys getting out of their lanes, and you're seeing the same thing in the in, in the coverage units, guys getting out of their lanes and not having the lane integrity that they need. Stay home, 
do your job. You know, the, the proverbial cliche of the 111th, that's all you got to do. You've got guys that are getting out of their lanes and opening these massive holes in the return game, and it, it just it, it, it can't happen. If it continues to happen, this is the Achilles heel of this team that, much like the 2014 Packers, you'll remember, uh, could very well be what, what keeps this team from a Super Bowl if they don't get it fixed. I, I don't think there's any question that, there, that there's an urgency to, to fix the special teams. Uh, I know that uh, Matt LaFleur has talked about it, and it kind of had the same tenor. Remember when the defense didn't play real well in a couple of ball games, and then he said, yeah, we've got to fix that, and we've got to get that fixed now. And it sounded like he wasn't necessarily speaking just to us as the media. Like there was a – there was that was a loud shout that's probably been shouted behind closed doors, but that seemed like this is – I'm not tolerating this crap anymore. We, we're going to fix this. And it, maybe it was to – to the defensive coordinator, Mike Pettin. Um, maybe it was to the players. I don't know. But it, it seems like the tenor about the special teams is now the same as it was about the defense uh, about three, four weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I think it's because, what, what, you know, Matt LaFleur realizes that this could be the Achilles heel that keeps a very special Packers team from the Super Bowl. And it's just inexcusable. When you know what a problem is, and you know it's a problem, you got to fix the problem at this level. You, you can't let a problem keep being a problem for weeks on end. Um, it, this is professional football. You got to get it fixed, and so when it doesn't get fixed, I do think that there is an exasperation that sets in, and it does become very frustrating, if not infuriating, that hey, th- this this has been identified. Opponents know it. They've scouted it. They know the special teams is is a soft spot. You, you got to fix it, and it, when it doesn't get fixed, I think that that's when you you see that hard line being drawn, and um, you know certainly the hope for this team is that they can get it fixed, and if they can't, that it doesn't end up costing them a trip to the Super Bowl. Always good to chat with you, and uh, we'll talk again uh, next week and kind of break down everything that happens over this coming Saturday night, okay? All right, have a good weekend. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now, and they've been doing it for 85-plus years. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.